Hey, I'm Dean. Hey, I'm Ryan. And welcome to Clouded Thoughts Podcast, presented by Yes, I'm Blessed Clothing Brand. A podcast geared towards the stigma of men's mental health and a variety of hurdles that we encounter as men. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Clouded Thoughts. I'm Dean. I'm Ryan. Today we got another guest, special guest here, Kwesi Jamal. It's your boy Kwesi. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, Bye. sir. Yes, sir. Appreciate you having um, uh, the time to come out, be on our podcast today. Very much appreciated there. So I'm going to just allow you to introduce yourself a little bit. And uh, yeah, we'll take out from there. I appreciate you reaching out and agreeing to do this, man. I'm excited to be a part of this. I guess I'm blessed brand. Especially what you guys stand for with uh, with black men, with mental health, and uh, just being a safe space for us to be ourselves. That's super important. So myself, Kwesi Jamal, I am an Afrofusion recording artist, singer-songwriter, um, locally based here in Toronto, originally from Trinidad and Tobago, and um, I am l- legitimately excited to, to get into this with you guys, man. Sure. It's gonna be a good one. Love the energy. I'm, I'm happy you're happy to be here. So, um, just a quick little uh, backstory of how I actually came across Quasi. Um, yeah. We uh we we go to this men's group uh, every first Friday of the month of, of each month there, called Iron Sharpens Iron. And it's just another safe uh, safe space for men to just open up about uh, their challenges and, and things like that they they may be facing in life. So. We actually came across each other uh, one night. Uh, we exchanged contact info, and then there was an event. I forget it was your your homegirls event that yeah, we uh, yeah, yeah. you invited me to. I said, "Come yeah. to pull up." Pulled up, and then we kind of just clicked off. We we were we were talking, and I was like, "You know what?" I was looking. I was looking at you. I was like, "You're a very well spoken person, and like you'd <laughs> you'd be great on this podcast." So, so. yeah, we were kind of talking about uh, growing up in the in the in the Caribbean household there, so yeah, we all three of us get into that. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We did get into that that night. Yeah, yes, so. a lot of a lot of things that we could re- relate on. Absolutely, um, you know, emotional damage. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> There's one sound bite for the night. <laughs> but um, yeah. So I guess uh, there's a few things I want to ask you. Um, being mm. an artist, of course. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of ups and downs within within the industry right mm-hmm. and obviously starting off so it's, it's almost like you're trying to find your place yeah within the industry and i feel like that's a it's always one of the hardest things to to find your spot when you're when you're in that when, when you're in the music world sorry mm-hmm. um so just touch on that a little bit like <laughs> currently like where you are and if you even want to touch like on how you started right and like versus like to, to where you are now Right. Let's speak on that. And, uh, yeah, yeah. So music, um, I've been involved in music for a very long time. I like to say all my life, mm-hmm. even if I've never recorded or anything, I was always uh, coming up with melodies. I was always um, doing like a singing, church choir, stuff like that, performing in that sense. And um, just always very musical, like the way that my brain thinks and how I see things, how I imagine things is usually, um, color- is usually colorful with melodies attached. Um, of course, in high school, you get into cyphers, battle rap. Um, that was always exciting. And just um, the whole competition piece of it. My brother, who's from Trinidad, he didn't live with us originally, and he came up 
when I was in high school, he was probably already 17. I was just getting into high school and, and he introduced me to just hip hop. Came up very Christian. Okay, yeah. Very Christian. Likewise, likewise. Right? So we were not listening to anything outside of. Um... Had to kind of sneak it in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. you know, those ones. That's here, too, because my mm-hmm. parents were. My parents weren't wild, but they were, um, you know, Christian terminology. Yeah. Uh, secular. Yeah. On the mm-hmm. island. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were living mm-hmm. that Irie life on the island. Yeah. yeah right? Yeah. yeah. Then they came here and it's like, oh, no, we got to. <laughs> New environment, um, mm-hmm. bringing our kids from a place that they're not used to. Um, they're definitely, you know, pulling it in the rain. So, yeah, my bro, my bro came up, and he was typical um, roadman. Like, he okay. really was. And mm-hmm. so he introduced me to music, and we would battle mm-hmm. each other. But he did it. He was um, on the dance hall tip. Okay. So we battled in that sense. And then I got into hip-hop, and I saw the, um, the origins of hip-hop, how it came from um, reggae music and all that. That was really exciting. So for me... I was always musical, played on one, two instruments um, growing up too. And then Toronto's an interesting place for creatives on the whole, but especially for musicians. Um, on the underground scene, when it comes to hip hop music, I did that for a while just to kind of find my footing and realize like, listen, I'm, I'm different. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just different in the sense that I did not want to be put into a box. I'm like, I'm Trini originally, so I, I have the the dialect, and then dancehall music's really big for me, mm-hmm. so I have that sense of it. So it was like, yo, anytime I did my, my raps, and I wrote my raps, and I spit, I would always cross it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I was like, so I didn't really fit into that whole hip-hop genre of music, and I just broke out basically and did my own thing. It's like, yo, I'm just going to do me. Yeah. Um, and that's why I live with my music, Afrofusion, because it's just um, music that originally comes from Africa, which all music starts from, but mm-hmm. like, you know, Caribbean diaspora, um, Afrobeats, um, dancehall, soca, you got hip hop in there, even R&B, I still go back to the church days okay. and put that in there. Um, and that's what I do now. So Toronto is a very interesting place. It's one of the, the greatest places for me because I've been to, the, I've lived in New York um, for a short time. I've been to New York, I've been to Atlanta, just checking out different music mm-hmm. scenes, mm-hmm. but Toronto, um, and you have to be from Toronto to understand certain things. For sure. We for know sure. this. Lingo. We yeah, know yeah. this, 100%. right? Yeah. Even though the world is being more exposed to who we are, um, for a certain man, shout out to, you know, yeah. that guy doing what that guy is doing. Yeah. Um, to put Toronto on. But um, you have to be in the city to really understand that um, it's a very unique space mm-hmm. to live in, to create in. Um, everyone knows everyone. But it's very cliquish. I find the city, and I'm a kind of guy like I'm a loner in that sense. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't follow fashion. I don't follow trends. I just do me. Mm-hmm. So for me, as an emerging artist, of course, there's certain routes that you could take, like the open mics or like you know jump on everybody's show yeah, as yeah. an opener, don't get paid. And I'm like, no, nah, that's I'm not doing that. Nah, <laughs> I'm not. Yeah. I'm gonna record music like song card rappers. I'm gonna record music, put my music out there, and grow my 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 fan base organically. And that's been working for me. Thankfully, mm-hmm. thanks, thankful to social media and to um, the ma- the majority of my listeners are women. So thank you for the woman holding me down mm-hmm. and just you know. No, I'm not gonna taste. lie. I, I tapped into, <laughs> your, I tapped into <laughs> your music. It's good, man. <laughs> I, I tapped into your music. Um, mm-hmm. even with your with your new track, uh, light it up, light it up, and mm-hmm. then um, there was a next one because it was it was on Spotify, right? But it was talking about like um. Summer Crush? Yeah, the Summer Crush. When I heard that one, I was just like, okay. That one is it's different. It's given like, you know, the, you have like your, your summer fling. Yeah. That's that that's the the vibe I caught from it. But yeah, yeah man. You went straight to it. 
I've yeah. never said it in that way. <laughs> <laughs> but no, get straight to it. That's yeah. That's exactly what it is. So that's exactly what it is. Just just on a, another note, then since like music is is I want to say life for you. Yeah. Um, in a sense, that's like your your therapy, right? That's it. That's your, your way of like releasing your your emotions and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, um, just in that sense, now um, when you're making music, yeah. do you ever find like you you reach a state where you have these mental blocks, or is there ever times where it's just like mm-hmm. um, I want to say, you're just like I don't know if I can continue this. Like, is Listen. there? It, <laughs> often, <laughs> often. Uh, more okay, often okay. than I let off. So I, I'm gonna be like all the way real with it. Uh, the pandemic for me was, it was very hard. Mm-hmm. And and and, I guess other people would say, how so? As a creative man, you're you're locked in. So if you're locked in, take advantage of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I need to be around people. I need to be outside. I need to see things. I'm a very visual person. Um. My imagination, even though I songwrite, my imagination is like, I need experiences to talk about, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So the lockdown really took effect on me, took effect on my, my mental health. And I didn't want to create, I felt out of love in music. Mm-hmm. If I'm to be very honest, I felt out of love in music. And that's yeah. one of the reasons why um, the consistency with music was not how I wanted to be. I was supposed to put on my project that is coming out at the end of summer. I was supposed to put it out before. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm not a fake dude. I'm not going into the studio and I don't feel it. I'm not. Yeah. If, when you listen to my music, you would understand. Mm-hmm. It's vibes. It is. It is it's vibes. Like, that's what I was even telling Deem. Like, yeah. it's just it's it's good vibe in music. Like, when I was listening to it, it, it gave me a vibe that was like, I'm on my way to Jamaica. Yeah. Or I'm getting ready for Caravan. Like, these are the tunes mm. I'm gonna hear come you, Banner you time. You know, you can't fake that type of. You can't. You can't. People are gonna catch on to that because I, like I feel like for for our music, you feel it. Yeah. Like even if. You, I don't think there's any person in the world that can sit there and say like you know whether it be dance song, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Afro reggae. Listen, when the when the beat starts, it's yes. like I don't care. I don't care if you're, I don't care if you're you're, you're, you're here tapping your foot. You're gonna be doing something. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, one hundred. So I couldn't fake it. Exactly. So I told I told my uh, shout out to Nate, uh, my producer and engineer that I'm working with. Uh, I said, yo, I'm yeah, I'm tapping out. I told I even told him like yo bro I may just record one more song you may not see me again and he's like huh? wow yeah it got that serious for me it got that real for me wow. um, and other things that was affecting my mental health too so because I'm not a, a I'm not a fake person and that's not a shot to anyone I just need to be authenticity is very very big for me mm-hmm. um, and if I'm not feeling it I'm not going to create to like oh let's pull yourself out of it in that sense it was mm-hmm. like no um, I need to be in the right mind so. When I got to that space, I didn't write, and and I don't, I'm not conventional with my songwriting. I don't um, hit my phone or pen to pad. Um, I freestyle. Okay. All the tr- all the music that you heard from me has been freestyle. Wow. Okay. Me going in and recording off the top, and we build. Thank you, I appreciate that. Impressive. And and building, building off of what I record and, and like that, um, because it's more liberating for me versus feeling like I'm stuck to a pen and a pad. Mm-hmm. and I have to stick to exactly what's on the paper. Mm-hmm. It's more liberating for me to just get it off my head and record like that. So when I found my, my mental health wasn't in the right place and I couldn't do that, I just shut the whole thing down and I was like, I don't know how long this is going to take, but mm-hmm. I need to give myself my, that time and that space to be like, when I'm ready to create again, I'll go in there and I need to feel it. So Light It Up was one of the songs that actually brought me out of where I was. Okay. That's the first time I went back in the studio to create mm-hmm. and to record. And um, his inspiration behind Light It Up is really... 
a feel-good vibe, um, a, re- a euphoric feeling to just lose yourself in a moment, just really lose control and just and just be. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's really the, the, the nucleus of what Light It Up is. Of course, when you listen to it, there's a lot of other things in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. That sure. <laughs> nah, you're going to be like, song, yeah. <laughs> right? Of course, yeah. of course. But for me, yeah, and that's what got me. I'm like, I'm going to the studio and um, yeah, we did it. We did it in, um, I think, one session. I think I just re-recorded um, maybe once or twice for the most after that. Mm-hmm. I went in and we just and we just lit it up in that sense. We even had a really good time. And that's that's what made me um, realize like what I did was correct as far as actually giving my time to space to um, to work with my mental health, mm-hmm. my physical, my spiritual and all that. Mm-hmm. And then create from a place where I'm pure and I'm real. Okay. And the vibe of the energy is at the place I need to be because energy is very real. I believe in energy. I believe in frequency. And if my frequency is off, mm-hmm. my listeners are going to catch that. And yeah. I'm not trying to put that into the world. I'm very intentional with the type of energy I put into the world. Mm-hmm. Hence the reason why my music is exactly the way that it is. Fair, fair. Yeah. Speak on, um, on how you really like worked to get out of that mental state because mm-hmm. I know there's a lot of you know young men, um, yeah. young black men at yeah. that that are in the music industry that might be in a little bit of a rut right now and may not be able to get out of that. So speak on yeah, how facts. you worked through that mental health and that mental state to push to continue to go on. So there's different processes um, that I went through, but ultimately what really was helpful for me was therapy. I'm just going to keep it 100 mm-hmm. was therapy. Mm-hmm. And you kind of um, touched on that when we were, uh, we were talking yeah, about yeah, yeah. Therapy was, was very important for me. Um, it took a while for me to admit <laughs> that um, I need to speak to someone mm-hmm. other than, you know, like your boys or your girl, especially. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's the person you normally like, you know, shoot everything off to and they just hold it, hold it, hold it. You know, thank you to the woman that do that for yeah. us. <laughs> Much for thanks, sure, right? But um, no, I needed more. Similar, like, I had to change my POV about it. I had to change my mindset and be like, um, if I could take my car to the mechanic or I could go to my dentist to have my teeth fixed, experts and specialists in their field yes, sir. why would i not do the yes, same sir. when it comes yeah, to my mental health it, it made no sense to yeah. me yeah. and the longer it took for me to get out of my ass in that sense and mm-hmm. to stop fooling myself with mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. <laughs> um is when it really opened up so i had to be willing so i was willing to actually speak to a therapist and i went through that it wasn't the easiest thing but mm-hmm. I, I went through that found uh, affordable or even free therapy because there are resources in our city mm-hmm. um, that's there for us um, cater that cater to black the black population as well mm-hmm. um, because you know we have trust issues with people that don't look like us sure. and that yeah. can identify yeah. with the struggles that we go through and yeah. the type of trauma that we have yeah yeah because yeah. of the color of our skin and because of uh, the demographic or how we grew up and our yeah. parents being there or not there and what mm-hmm. they go through right so um, going through therapy um, this time around, I actually did it for like six months, bro. I did I did therapy okay. for six months, talk therapy and uh, cognitive behavioral therapy. Okay. Cognitive behavioral therapy for me was very helpful because it speaks to behaviors. In other words, there's an action plan, mm-hmm. and the fact that there was an action plan versus me just venting to someone, yeah. mm-hmm. and they given their expert opinion mm-hmm. on um, how I could cope better. The action plan was helpful for me because it made me move and literally shift from what I was doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I could wake up and have my day kind of plan out. And even if it doesn't go exactly like that, mm-hmm. I could still meet certain goals. If I had no goal to to kind of keep me accountable that day or to want to move myself literally mm-hmm. from my thinking to my body, mm-hmm. I would stay in the same place of depression. That's very um, 
difficult. Not only that, it gives you something more than, than different ways that we escape, whether you are getting high, mm-hmm. drinking, drinking mm-hmm. or even again with our, with, our, uh, with our partners, with our mothers, or even our homies, yeah. losing yourself in other people. Yeah. Um, like people pleasing is one of the, the biggest ones that sure. people talk about like we don't deal with nothing we just make sure everyone else is good and then we're we're dying inside and then you hear reports of we're no longer here mm. and no one's like what happened to him yeah this yeah. guy was the nicest guy on the block I yeah. don't understand he did everything for everyone it's like yeah but he was suffering and, and no one no, bothered no, to yeah, ask yeah, and no, to no, check no. on the strong friends so for me therapy has been very helpful um, by giving me action plans and giving me real resources and skills to cope with when my mood is like super low mm-hmm. um, and I feel like um, I'm in a comatose space and I can't even get out of bed. Like that, that's how it really got for me mm-hmm. uh, for months, especially coming through COVID and, and things that um, happened um, for me through COVID. So music for me is very helpful, mm-hmm. but I love to create when I'm in a good space. Um, so it's yeah. ther- therapy kind of, it played a, a big part in you coming out of that, yeah. 100%. that, uh, that mental drought want to call it that a hundred percent a hundred percent i'm thankful thankful to the therapist that that worked for me because Mm -hmm. um listen you hear my voice i know i sound cool you see me i'm I'm usually smiling just checking to see listen i'm a different man when i'm there (laughs) (laughs) my music is not reflective of when i'm in a different space um it's not me keeping it's not me being fake about it it's like my music's celebratory music it's Mm -hmm. vibes um so when i'm there it's great Right, so when I'm not there, I'm not going to create. And that's another yeah, thing yeah. too. What helped me is literally taking the time to be like, "Yo, I need to take certain things off of my plate mm-hmm. because I just don't have the capacity to do it." Yeah, yeah. right. I can't. Sure. I can't be on auto mode the whole time, autopilot yeah. the whole time because um, everything shuts down, man. It affects you, yeah. especially as like when we're young, like in our twenties, like we don't think about. It. We have the all the energy, and we actually have this. Um, this mentality maybe you guys could relate or not i really thought i was invincible like you literally can't stop me anything yeah. i want to do i'm doing yeah, yeah. i have yeah. the energy i could go party uh, until four o'clock in the morning and wake up for work at seven o'clock or not even go to sleep yeah. and work for eight hours yeah yeah you know what i mean um and do that for like how long but those things actually do take an effect and when mm-hmm. your body starts to shut down that's one of the biggest indicators like oh something may be wrong mm-hmm. my body's actually not responding in real time yeah <laughs> anymore yeah. <laughs> Because when you're young, like you said, when you're young, you feel invincible, right? So it's just like doing certain things while you're young. Yes, you can handle it right there and then. Mm-hmm. But if you're constantly doing this over time, it's going to take yeah. a toll on your body. It is. And obviously, well, obviously, as you get older, your body deteriorates, right? It does. So, and it's it's in every aspect, mind, body, so, so everything, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, with that... Uh, Great like, questions, but no worries, no worries. Great yeah, honestly, like even even with the the questions, I'm I'm happy you touched on the therapy thing because that's uh, that's actually something I was gonna I was gonna mm-hmm. bring up because even when we were we were briefly discussing at um the, the pop up there, and um even in um iron sharpens iron, yeah. we we, we kind of talked after and you spoke. Oh, that's a big part too. Yeah. So the yeah. iron sharpens iron um, it's a uh, community base and it's it's a, a safe space for brothers to just vent to just be and and mm-hmm. receive support so i was a recluse so in my time of um, going through my depression mm-hmm. and uh, my anxiety mm-hmm. um so my coping is i pull away i recluse i go into myself mm-hmm. right which is scary for people that love me mm-hmm. because they um they feel powerless to help me mm-hmm. 
right? In that sense, when I, I just shut down, I don't speak, and I just kind of pull away from people. Yeah. And I withdraw yeah. redra- with it. Yeah. Right? That's my thing. It's, um, it's a, the flight type of response. Fight, flight, or, yeah. or fawn is when you just kind of pause. Mm. Procrastination is another way of saying uh, fawn. Mm. Um, all, again, I'm learning all this terminology from from therapy yeah yeah, yeah i didn't yeah. pick up a book and read it <laughs> I, didn't know, I didn't even know there was a fawn portion yeah there's a fawn that's a pro, that's nice procrastination is fawn yeah. pretty much yeah, yeah there's yeah. a third um so i do the whole flight and the retreat right mm-hmm. i do the flight or i do the aggression where it's fight like yeah. on spot mm-hmm. very temperamental i'm, I'm short tempered right yeah. which is scary for me to be inside of your body and feel like you don't have control of yourself that's yeah. super scary a scary place to live at big time um big time. So where was I going with it? With the Iron Sharpens Iron, um, it was my first time coming out in the community and wanted to reconnect with brothers. I, mm-hmm. I was very intentional reconnected with men um, to help me, one, find myself again, to be of service to my community, mm-hmm. but also to find a genuine platonic um, love among brothers mm-hmm. that I know can relate to me and um, maybe further on in their journey. That could share their experience, their wisdom, or just hold me up when I've been um, alone, literally mm-hmm. for so long, and knowing that a woman would not be able to give me the same type of support than my brothers could give me. So that's where I met my boy uh, Ray, and I'm j- very grateful mm-hmm. for that. That's been super helpful for me, even going forward, mm-hmm. to be like, I now I even want to go outside more. I want to be more social. I want to mm-hmm. actually, you know, um, just be myself. Because that's that's something that I find for me. What depression takes away or robs me of mm-hmm. is um, feeling like my whole self. Yeah. And you become a shell. Yeah. And then you start to actually grieve and miss parts of you that yeah. you know yeah. could flourish and bloom. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's not happening right now. Yeah. yeah. Right? For so sure. the group has really helped me too. So thank you for bringing that up. Much. So that's been super helpful. Yeah. Me too. No worries. No worries. And I, I'm, I'm kind of the same way in the sense that when like, I feel like when I'm going through things, um, it shows up on my face. Like it's, it's written all over my face. Like I'm, I'm quiet. I'm reserved. I don't really want to do too much. Mm-hmm. And even this guy, Kadeem, he'll ask me like, "Bro, are you okay?" Mm-hmm. Like, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's just like you could just see it. But yeah, I feel like when I'm in those those states, uh, for me personally, I I just like to take time to myself. And then also what I'll do is I'll, no matter like what I'm facing, I I kind of I like to look at certain things that I have. Mm-hmm. and that like I should be grateful for mm-hmm. and it kind of helps yeah. like bring my spirits back up because you know everybody's dealing with something mm-hmm. and sometimes you forget to be thankful for what you have because obviously everybody sure. wants to go a certain place and like we all have our goals mm-hmm. um, in life and and when things aren't moving at a certain pace or you're not seeing that mm-hmm. that progress right there then it's like you know I'm putting in all this work yeah. And I, I just can't see the results that I'm looking for. Yeah. As you said, like, even with music, sometimes, like, there's, there was a time where it's just like, I didn't want to do it, right? So, yeah. in that sense, now, if you look at life overall, let's say your goal is to just, like, buy a house or maybe get a car or, you know, take trips. And it's like, you can't seem to, you know, find the funds or find a job that's going to mm-hmm. pay you what you need or or what you want so you can do these things. It's just like you feel like you want to shut down you start asking yourself is it worth it mm-hmm. like you know what am i even doing this for yeah, you know so i think going off of that right something that i know i've used in the past and currently still use now 
is so my favorite basketball player is Kobe Bryant. You know that. Mm-hmm. You know that now. And there was a clip where he was talking about you know what he does in times of you know when there's a lot of negative news or you know when he was going through a drought. And he just mentioned one thing, which is pause. Yeah. Just pauses. And just where your where your feet are, your mind are, your body is, stay present. And I thought about it, like if we're ever in a situation where we might be angry, we might be depressed, we might be mad, mm-hmm. if you just sit still yeah. and just focus on where you are at that very moment, it changes so much. Because mm-hmm. usually we're either just thinking about what we could have done, yeah. or we're thinking about the future or what we, we can do later on. Yeah. Yeah. Rather than just being present in the moment and understanding that, yo, where you are right now is probably where you wanted to be back in the past. Yeah. 100%. You know, and in order to get to where you need to be, you need to handle what you need to do right now. Yeah. You know, so if you just pause sometimes and just relax, mm-hmm. stay focused on where you are, I think that, you know, helps tremendously. It does. And, and what I'll say to that, too, is a lot of the times, I feel like everybody can kind of relate to this. I feel like sometimes in life, you, when, like when we set our goals, whether it be, I want to buy a car. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you're working towards that, and you get the car. Once you get it, it's like the first month, you're like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm happy I have it. You know, three months go by, you're like, okay, cool. You know, a year goes by. Now that love that you have for the car, and da, 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 that excitement, it's all gone, right? Yeah. So I feel like in the process of it, you, it, you have to enjoy the journey mm-hmm. because yeah. that's what keeps it exciting. Yeah. You know, and it kind of gives you that push as well, because I know for myself, there's there's a lot of things I've done in life, and you know the journey is the the best part for me, because I find like all the things I was working towards, mm-hmm. now that I have it, it's just like all right, what's next? Yeah, right? what's next? You know, yeah. so I wanna yeah, speak, I want to speak to both of y'all, you kings that dropping these gems, man. Um, exactly what you said, but pause Kadeem mm-hmm. that is a it's a skill and that actually came up for me in therapy to mm-hmm. to actually pause not only to reflect but to be able to enjoy and mm-hmm. take in and be able to assess and know where you're at and where you're not at mm-hmm. um so it's super important to do that I found myself um when I was practicing it mm-hmm. pausing mm-hmm. I found myself being um anxious or like scared yeah and uh, to just keep it like all the way real with you mm-hmm. Um, because I was so used to like what's next mm-hmm. what's next I can't stop mm-hmm. um, and when I stopped to pause a lot of things came up I was like whoa yeah. what is all this mm-hmm. that's yeah. underneath here yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean yeah. which was very big for me and it's it's. Um, I'm getting a lot better at it but that that pause is very important and I appreciate you for sharing that and also sure. too with the goals something yeah. that came up for me and I'm always going to speak on my personal experiences because i'm not a, uh, an expert right i'm yeah. always gonna say as we all are mm-hmm. is um accomplishing that whether it's the the cars whether it's the the partner whether it's the trips or you know what i mean mm-hmm. children even yeah um savings all these different things mm-hmm. as a man i found myself being lost in um in what i produce and actually uh, identifying with what i produce so if i didn't have that i felt like i was nothing Mm-hmm. So for myself, it was never even about what I accomplished. is about what it made me feel and how I presented to other people, how I looked mm-hmm. to other people by having it, mm-hmm. right? 
And once I realized that, because I, I faded very quick. Yeah, yeah. All the above that we listed, yeah. it didn't take me long to get over it. Once I got, okay. <laughs> once I got it, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, what's next? Okay. Right away. Um, and it, you know, put me in a lot of situations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's keep it one. I don't want to get too deep into that one, but. <laughs> a lot, yeah, a lot mm-hmm. of situations like, yo, the man's never satisfied. What's wrong with my yeah, guy? What's yeah, wrong with this you? You know what I mean? Always chasing, always hungry, yeah. always thirsty. Right? Um, yeah. I had to go inside and figure out what is the reason for me feeling like there's always a lack. Mm. And once I started, you know, uncovering that as to what is it, what what is the validation that these things are giving to me? Mm-hmm. Once I started um, diving into that, is when I came to a place where I could actually appreciate your journey and be like, listen, you journeying is of more important, more relevance, and of more relevance and more validating mm-hmm. than the thing that you accomplish. Yeah. Bro. You're always okay in a sense. You're always worthy. Yeah. So you have a woman. What's a woman making you feel? It makes me feel like I'm a man. It makes me feel like I'm worth loving. Mm-hmm. Bro, you're always worth always, loving. Always, man. With or without always. the woman. Facts. Facts. I got a new house. What does it make me feel like, you know, like people watch me in society and think I'm doing good. I'm doing well in life. You're always worthy, Facts regardless of the house or yeah. not, regardless of the car. Once I started diving into that, my therapist is like, oh, I miss that coming up. Mm-hmm. No one sat me down and showed uh-huh. me that coming up. Yeah, Like, with or without these things, you're worthy. Yeah. You're actually deserving of the love that you're seeking in other people. Mm-hmm. Learn how to love yourself first. Yeah, I think going off that, social media is mm-hmm. a killer of that. Because I know a lot of the younger generation, right, and even ourselves now that social media is growing, the instant gratification, we expect that from everything. And I think loving yourself sometimes takes some time because you have to hold yourself accountable. You have to be vulnerable with yourself to understand yourself. And a lot of us men specifically don't want to do that digging. It's hard. You know, and I. (laughs) You know? That's that's exactly what we tell yeah. us. We don't, we don't got time for that. Yeah. You know, we got to keep doing things. And I know mm-hmm. during during COVID, right? Since I was able to, you know, be in my house, yeah, do a lot of thinking, right? I talked to my pops a lot, so I understood his generation a little bit more. That's blessed. I feel I feel kind of sad for that generation because they weren't mm-hmm. able to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, they lived in a different time period where they had to get a job, they had to get a house, they had to do things they quickly. They literally did not yeah. have the time. They didn't have the time for that. Yeah. So now, you know, even just speaking with him. Like and understanding his own mental health, it takes a lot for him to be patient with himself now. Yeah. You know, he's he might he's not too far gone, but it's gonna take more work. Whereas our generation, we're understanding like if we take more time to ourselves mm-hmm. and understand that social media isn't the end all be all. Mm-hmm. We can get our our own you know self satisfaction yeah. sticking to ourselves, yeah, understanding yeah. ourselves more, yeah. which is huge. Because once you do that, now you can radiate that to other people. Because if you aren't able to understand who you are, how is anyone else going to understand who you are? It's not yeah, possible. It's not. It's not possible it's not. at all, you know? So We try to fool ourselves with it. But we do. Like, always. I don't know about y'all. I I, I am my, my, my own worst enemy. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> it says, like, if something's in my mind, no matter what's going on around me, mm-hmm. I need to focus and, and get that. It could be the farthest thing for reality, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But because I'm already seeing it a certain yeah, way... Yeah. And your best friend goes, say, yo, maybe you should... No. No. Nope. No. Yeah. Right? I'm seeing it this way, and I'm only seeing it this way. Listen, unless you change your POV of things... <laughs> <laughs> what do you always say, Ryan? 
Perspective. Pers- <laughs> I ring that all the time. Perspective. I ring that all the time. It's just a matter of how you look at it, man. Yeah. No, 100%. That's the biggest thing, again. Um, with therapy, loving yourself, all the things that we're talking about is mm-hmm. um, changing the way you think and your outlook on things. Mm-hmm. First, go inward. Yeah. Do the inner work. Once you do the inner work, what happens outwardly reflects what's going yeah. on inwardly. Yeah. So, so listen, so this is a catch-22. Even if you're not doing the inner work, mm-hmm. your everything in your environment is reflecting what's happening on your inside. Yep. Always. Yeah. So if you're in a positive, it'll, it'll reflect out. If you're in a negative space, what's happening around you is going to reflect that too. It's a gem right there. Yes. Yeah. That's a gem. That's, that's so true, man. Yeah. That's so true. Wow. I think about it not, not, not yeah. wrong. Yeah, that's exactly. Trust wow. me, man. It's it's as simple as it sounds. Mm-hmm. It's powerful. Yeah. And to the brothers and sisters, anyone that's listening to this podcast, if you could take that one piece right there mm-hmm. and just apply that, it'll change your whole life. It literally changes your entire life. For sure. Yeah. That's true, man. Man, that's. Yeah, you got me thinking about that one. Yeah, no, no. Honestly, you know, just having this conversation, I, I feel like I, I, I had to pause a little bit because that's 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 true. Because a lot of the a lot of actions that we you know are gravitate to technically reflect to what we need the most, yeah. mm-hmm. right? And if we're going through a downtime, that's where we look to the alcohol, we look to the weed, we look yeah. to the girls, mm-hmm. we look to the jewelry, yep. you know, things to kind of hide the pain that we're going through. Yeah. You know, rather than just sitting with yourself and like understanding yourself more and holding yourself accountable. Mm-hmm. Oh, so that piece, yeah. man. You keep touching that account before I would fight you. A- a- accountability, accountability, man. And 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 what we do sometimes is like, I know we have found a way to not do this because mm-hmm. over the years our friendship has grown to now like I'm able to be vulnerable to him, yeah. which is big, yeah. right? So I know a lot of men they deflect. So what, and the way they deflect is. They jokingly say it, yeah. you know. We had it in our jokes, yeah. and but that's always some truth within yeah. Always. All good, all good jokes contain true shit, yeah. you yeah. know. So we we hide it in our jokes. We laugh about it. We laugh it off until it gets to a point where we can't laugh it off. Now we're crying yeah. about it, you know. Jeez. Over we're drinking our pain away, you know. Sorry. So I think that accountability piece and that vulnerability piece is is, is huge. Mm-hmm. It's huge. And if you can't do it yourself, like you said. Therapy is there. Yeah, yeah, you know, don't be don't be afraid to go to therapy. Don't be afraid to go through that process. You know, it's obviously not easy. You know, it's difficult, but the end result is so much greater. It, it really you is. You know, which is which is big. It man. really which is. is big, imagine um, going through. For me, imagine going through life, because I've I've uh, struggled with mental health for for a very long time, and to the point where I'm like, when was I ever good in that sense? Yeah, right, yeah. and that's. You know, if my mom's listening, it's not, <laughs> this is, it's not a shot to how I was raised yeah, or anything yeah, like yeah. that. You yeah. know what I mean? To anyone that loves me, it's not that. It's just I've um, I've struggled with my mental health for so long. It's like I kind of forgot of when the times were good, mm-hmm. when I was all the way good. Meaning like, hey, um, a solid year mm-hmm. where I didn't struggle. Mm-hmm. Right? It's been a long time for me. Um so as to your point of what you're saying, the end result is always um, great. Once you put into work, it's like, I'm finally now in a place where I can say, yo, I'm happy. Mm-hmm. Like my priority list is no longer, hey, um, 
the card it is my priority is mm-hmm. is um peace <laughs> joy mm-hmm. you know and gratitude and just the three mm-hmm. we build from the three yeah right i haven't been able to say that for a very long time mm-hmm. but again through therapy and through self-work and self-reflection it's like that's the top priority and and once i start um moving according to those goals mm-hmm. my life started to change drastically mm-hmm. i'm prioritizing myself i'm prioritizing my peace mm-hmm. i'm prioritizing my joy mm-hmm. i'm prioritizing um just feeling gratitude and being in a place of gratitude mm-hmm. and life again the inward reflecting outward mm-hmm. outwardly things literally start to change for me i was able to again go back in studio and create from a place of, of positivity yeah. of vibes um friendships started to look different yeah um, relationships started to look different mm-hmm. well there's um no matter what the relationship with um is, is sorry um parents romantic platonic mm-hmm. work-wise mm-hmm. socially it started to look differently mm-hmm. so i'm going to say to you guys again man um, that inner work especially to our brothers speaking directly to our brothers that inner work is super important it's hard it's difficult but there's help out there to do it to guide you through it and the end result or the outcome is way more satisfying and healing than um than down in a bottle mm-hmm. smoking a ting mm-hmm. or you know the other stuff that yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> just to touch on that too yeah. i forgot to mention the gym helps tremendously yes fool the yes. gym i've been going consistently the last couple of, yeah. of weeks I got myself a trainer, so he's been on me. Good for you. You know, my water's kind of over there. I kind of gotta, gotta get that. But mm-hmm. um, nah, that's just a great, a great release. You know, that is to me, that's my therapy. Mm-hmm. Is the gym right? Um, for years, it was basketball. Although basketball had other stuff tied to it. Yeah. But you know, I play now. I play here and there in our days. But the gym was is huge because mm-hmm. that is you know a big a big relief to get any sort of anger or any sort of frustration. Now I can take it on the weights. You know and you can attest to this, Ryan. I am a big, big preacher of the gym. I preach to him. I preach to my sister, my yeah. dad, everyone in my household. Like, if you guys are going through it, go to the gym, bro. Yeah. You know, I go to the gym at like like 1 a.m., 2 a.m. sometimes. Good. Because it's a perfect timing. No one's in there. It can be just me, me and my thoughts, me and the weights. And it's just a release. I feel like a brand new person when I leave the gym. So it's Somatic somatic therapy. Yeah. So 100%. somatic therapy is literally just your body. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Using your body um, to experience healing or whatnot. And that's exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. It's a good piece. I did have even, I didn't go to the gym. I'm, I'm you know, mm-hmm. man's on a budget. So I'm in the home gym. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Before coming in. It doesn't I, have to be a big gym. <laughs> yeah. No, it, it doesn't. Have to be a big gym. Don't make excuses, you know? Yeah. Results. So even before coming here, I was like, okay, um, what energy and that's the thing awareness is a big thing for me i don't know for you brothers mm-hmm. awareness was a big piece for me if you don't have the awareness then you can't do it you can have the willingness but if you don't have the awareness then you're just spinning top in the mud yeah i was like what type of energy again because it's raining right now in toronto it's a it's a cloudy day and the rain was pouring yep um these things yeah. could affect your mentality and your energy and your mood it's almost like do i want to even come out today yes you know, like, it's raining outside. <laughs> like i said i was telling you earlier like you know it's raining and you just want to cuddle up in your bed, watch a movie, or just go on a, a TV series and just binge watch and eat food and listen. Scroll. <laughs> I was in my bed talking to uh, my homie that was uh, supposed to come and okay. she could, yeah, she yeah. couldn't make it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, imagine me missing the mental health podcast, <laughs> <laughs> just being in bed and. <laughs> 
So what did I do? Look at what I did. I got out of bed and uh, this is something that's helpful. So the whole gym thing, somatic. Mm-hmm. I got into yoga a couple of years ago. Um, mm-hmm. I got into an accident and um, severe whiplash mm-hmm. and I couldn't work out because mm-hmm. um, working out was very big for me. Mm-hmm. Again, identify like how do I want my physique to look mm-hmm. I want to look a certain way so man yeah, was yeah. in the gym early man was balling like from in high school I was like no I'm in the gym yeah. that's what I'm doing yeah. right so um, I got into yoga and yoga's been very helpful so I started I got up I was like yo I don't I'm not motivated to do anything mm-hmm. I got into some yoga and I started deep breathing mm-hmm. right deep belly breaths not the chest thing mm-hmm. deep belly breaths and I started moving my body. And once I started moving my body, I started to release those thoughts and those, that negative energy. Mm-hmm. And then I'm hitting like, you know, the, the sit-ups and then like a hundred sit-ups, crunches and doing the push-ups or whatnot. Then the cold shower. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's, I, I, he's I, big I, on that. <laughs> the minute you said that, you said that. Every morning, every night. And it's funny, <laughs> like, like I, I literally just got into it. Mm-hmm. But I feel like when I take a cold shower, it's just like, I feel refreshed, but I also feel, uh, other than refreshed, it's just like rejuvenated, alive. I mean, I, I want to say alive, but I don't know. It's, it's just like it, it gives me a different feeling where, because everyone's used to taking like a warm shower, it brings you comfort, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But. I don't know. Some like I feel like when I take a cold shower, like it just puts me in a state of mind. Like, like it, it almost feels like I'm fighting the cold, but like that's exactly it. I'm learning to enjoy it. Yes. Mm-hmm. At the same time, so it's just like it's a fight, but it's like it's a good fight in a sense because there's so much benefits to it. That's exactly what it does. So for me, that's like when, when I've recently doing that, like morning and night. I don't care how cold it is in the house yeah. and the AC on. Mm-hmm. Like I'm still. I'll start off with the warm water and gradually just... Yeah. Not gonna lie, you guys are by yourself with that one, though. No. Nah, <laughs> you, you gotta try it. I'm trying to do it, I'm trying it. Just, no, I'm ready for the cold. Like, listen, I gotta turn it on. Listen, Sorry. so start with the hot water. Yeah. For, or go lukewarm. No, no. Start with the hot water. <laughs> start with the hot water for five minutes. Okay. So your body's heated. Then, like, the cold contrast And then kind turn of? it all the way cold yeah it's gonna take your body a little while before it feels the cold okay i'm telling you it's gonna take your body a little while but once you once you get into it and start with like 30 seconds to a minute that's how you start okay once you get into a minute with the cold yeah then you can start dialing back on the hot i'll go hot for maybe four minutes instead of the five and then i'll up the cold that trust me try it that way versus just getting right into it see because i used to take like i used to have to go in the cold tub for basketball Mm. and i used to run from that i hated it no you know what it does so as to your point and this is something i got into because i could be extreme with certain things right so i wanted to try it as well so i worked my way up to five minutes right from like a minute yeah um after the workout your body's already heated your heart's already racing your blood's pumping and and everything you're Mm -hmm. you're good to go right Mm -hmm. that's one way to do it you can do it cool like how you do it that's also it's more difficult Mm -hmm. but it builds a mental fortitude it does it It really does and it forces it puts your body in a state of shock where it forces your body to breathe and gasp for air Mm -hmm. so that's filling your lungs now Mm -hmm. and that has your heart beating a certain way so now you have the mentality being strong Mm -hmm. and your body responding to and that's how you get strong you get more immune to it Mm -hmm. and that's where your body's in this after it goes into a flow state afterwards Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. once you hit that flow state like yo the rest of my day is going to be amazing mm-hmm. just off of what happened here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, trust me. 
I believe, I believe you guys, man. I, I'll, I'll try. I'll try one of these days, man. I'll yeah, try one of these. No, days. you have to. You have to, but yeah, man. No, it's a good look. Yeah, but, but it hits different in Toronto. It doesn't Caribbean though. We could go. We could go to Yacht. Well, yeah, we could go to Yacht. It's like yo, yo cold water. water all day. Are you kidding yeah. me? Let's go. Like, it's different here. It's got a different type of heat. Yeah. So. Yeah. The heat's not the heat. The heat's not comparable, man. It's yeah, not, it's not. It's, it's not really comparable. comparable. So when you when you have a cold shower out there, it's just like, like once you start, listen, because like, even in Jamaica they have this place called Bath Fountain, mm-hmm. where you just you go there. It's like um, you're just like, in a sense like a waterfall yeah. kind of thing, and you yeah. just you just bathe in there, and yo, I'm gonna tell you, I've been there, I think I'm gonna say maybe two three times with my pops. Mm-hmm. And it's different, but I was I, I only I only been there when I was young, right? So mm. um, when I take my trip out there uh, next month, uh, definitely gonna visit it. I'm telling you, I know it'll be a great experience for me because as I'm uh, like I said, I just started with the cold shower thing, so yeah. I, I I know it's gonna be probably just as good. Yeah. It's a blessed situation. Yeah. I look for it. Yo, send me a video. I want to see it. I've never yeah, seen yeah, it before. Sure. Sure. With that, one more question. Got one yes. more question for you, man. One more question. Currently, right now, right? If you had to give your top three artists that you listen to, <laughs> right? Who would they be? So I'm. So for me personally, yes, right? Yes. So you already know I'm a big Blast fan. Right? Yeah. So Blast is on the list. J Cole definitely on the list, hundred percent. And that third one, right now, hmm, who would it be? Surprisingly, bro. It is uh, Rilo, Rodriguez. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because he he's come out with some some he, his last album was pretty dope. I've been listening to that recently. It's pretty good. And obviously the boy Drake is always on the list, mm-hmm. but you know he's another category. So for yourself, top three, who you got? Um, I'll, I can go. I'll, I'll go with my top three. Um, a lot of people are gonna say I'm toxic, but Brent Fayez. Um, for yeah. sure, um, fabulous. But I, honestly, it goes fabulous first because fabulous brand, mm-hmm. brand, and then um, future. You're toxic. I know. <laughs> honestly, so toxic. Yo, I'll say because with future, you really have to understand from from like turn on the lights. Okay, I'm looking for you know. Yeah. So I, I've been a future fan for a minute, but like I'll Set. put those in my top three. And then, like, like you said, obviously the boy, and then Meek Mill's like a runner up for me. Oh yeah, Meek Mill. Mm-hmm. I forgot to put Meek Mill in there Meek too. Meek Mill's top good. three. Your, your top three right now. Top three right oh, yeah, now. So though. it's Fab, Brent Fayez, Future. Wow, bro, that's a wild list. <laughs> I'm so sorry, bro. Like when Yo, people when people listen to this. Yo, anyone Yo, listen to the tapes, listen, anyone listening to the look anybody listening to the podcast I only associate myself with this guy on the podcast okay. All right. All outside right. of this questionable okay I can't lie though Brent Fires is my guy too but exactly. <laughs> Yo, listen, but the don't, list don't the, like the that, fact man. that it's Brett is fab Brett and future all in one it's yeah. crazy fab you, you you know me fab oh, been my Fab's your guy school yeah even when I was younger <laughs> And like he had holla back. Yeah, no, that's that guy. But yo, what happened to Dave East? You're not gonna mention Dave East, bro? Oh, Dave. Listen, Dave. But Dave, like my top three right now. Like I, guess, I feel like I for guess. Dave East, like obviously he's up there. If I if I were to put like a top ten, 
you okay, know? Okay, okay, I'll, I'll put him Definitely. in there for sure. But like he was a he was a new artist. So if we're talking about like artists that I've been on from like the jump, yeah, I would say, um, I would say those three. Okay, okay. My fault. Definitely mm-hmm. gotta get your list. Gotta get your mm-hmm. list. Uh, you got some time to think about it. So yeah, no. Uh, for me, top would be myself, Kwesi Jamal. Oh. <laughs> uh, no. Come on, Sh- shameless plug, but I'm being, but I'm being all the way um, serious with that. Um, from the, because I'm in the recording process right now, right? So, I listen to myself a lot uh, to perfect the craft. But outside of myself, um, man, burner, burner boy, burner boy, burner boy, yeah, burner boy is up there. Um, there's a guy that I listen to. The guy I'm saying like he's small time. He's not small time. He's Nigerian. Um, Adenu Gold. Ag baby, if you tap into his music, um, uh, they call it like Afro pop, um, type of sounds. With that, for me, his um, his music, his songwriting, and his attention to details in the melodies and the layers and the textures. That's something that I'm I'm getting into now with my own music. Is the texture of the music, Mm -hmm. from the instrumentation to your vocals Mm -hmm. to even your pauses. Sometimes that's really big for me right now. So when I listen to him, I'm like, this guy goes, you just, you're going all the way in. Yeah. Um, Burner Boy is similar too, but AG has a a, a, a special touch. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll go one more when it comes to hip hop. The boy's always there too, because um, he's just brilliant. Yeah. He's actually a brilliant songwriter. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't care. You could have your opinions about him with anything else, because mm-hmm. he's doing the most right now. He really is. Sure. Um, <laughs> he's, actually, he's actually pretty funny. Bro. When you but when you yeah. think about it, like, look how long his run has been. Yeah, right? oh, and he's yeah. still going and solid. Go right? for it, man. Yeah, 100%. like I don't think from like from the time he started, has he like? And this is not me being like a fanboy or anything because you know everybody. It's facts. Um, the facts are the facts. Bro. Yeah, it's facts. Everybody has their own opinion, but yeah. when you think about it, for every single piece of work that he's put out. Mm-hmm. Like, from our generation, or even like now, you can look at the younger generation. He has something for everybody. Yeah, everyone, bro. Yeah. And, it's, and t- like, it's timeless. It's timeless, exactly. So you can go back that part, and then you can listen to his stuff now, and it's like, yo, you can see the growth. So for even the younger generation now, mm. they could go look back at his old stuff and be like, wow. Yeah, and you can relate to it. Relate to it. Yeah, because I know in high school, like we listened to it, we didn't really know what he was talking about, but now you grew up, now you listen to it mm-hmm. again, like. A couple and, a couple of days ago, I re-downloaded Take Care yeah. to listen mm. to it again. I was like, yo, this hits different now yeah. that I'm older. Listen, yeah. I was listening to Tuscan Leather the other day. Yo, don't yeah, play so with me, yo. Come, on, Come on, man. Come on, man. But yeah, man. No facts. He's, he's a brilliant songwriter, and he's he's a GOAT. Yeah, I give him that. Yeah, so, man. like, even listening to his music is great because he incorporates different, um, different artists, too, so you get different flavors, different vibes. He's always on point. He's never off. Mm-hmm. Even with Honestly, Never Mind. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of different opinions on that album. But for me, mm. it's still hit. Yeah, because we also <laughs> want to look at, like, for somebody to step out of their genre yeah. and be able to still make hits. Yeah. And it's like, now you're you're opening up your audience, right? Mm-hmm. So there's probably, I don't really, like, honestly, never mind. If I want to see, like, that's more of like a, a Europe vibe, mm-hmm. in a sense, because they love yeah, that, that house, house music that, yeah. and stuff like that. So... Just imagine, like, them having that piece of, like, mm-hmm. Drake out there. And it's like, they can hold on to that, yeah. you know? Like, out here, we can pretty much hold on to, to all the music because 
kind of stems from here, right? So, mm-hmm. but the fact that he's able to, to dip and dabble in, in different genres and make music for everyone, yeah, like you, you can't really hate on that, and that's that's real art. Mm, facts. So, I'm gonna throw this guy, um, Jamaican uh, Skitty Bang. Yeah, yeah, listen. Listen, that's the perfect way to end it. Get it done, but nah, um, I think that's pretty much it. Uh, once again, Quasi, it's a pleasure you taking the time mm. to come speak on the podcast. Yeah, you dropped a lot of gems, you know, and I hope everybody that, that listens to this. Um, understands that you know therapy is okay and yeah. you know there's there's different outlets versus than the ones that we're used to to be smoking drinking and the other stuff so mm-hmm. yeah man uh once again appreciate you coming yeah. out and uh jumping on the podcast and you know sharing your experiences and um things like that there so yeah uh, it's big uh, time man it's yeah big time appreciate you man um i'm gonna say I appreciate this space. Say sweet, yes, I'm blessed. You will forever have my support. Appreciate I really love what you guys are doing uh, with the podcast on the gram and how you're putting yourself out, how you're branding yourself, and how you're growing. And I'm looking forward to your evolution and your growth. Um, two young kings with a lot of knowledge, a lot of experience, um, and just your heart is in the right place. And I appreciate that. Even coming in and how you welcome me in is love. So anyone else that's thinking about being part of the podcast, definitely reach out to these guys and. Um, and get it done. Uh, Light it up is playing right now everywhere. It's Quasi Jamal, K W E S I J A M A A L. Project coming at the end of summer. We set the vibes. Mm-hmm. That's the name mm-hmm. of the project. And um, yeah, my music is feel good vibes. So everything that we've spoken about today. If you need a pick me up, if you need to just feel iry, just feel good um, with yourself, with your girl, or get the party started. Uh, my music. It's on Spotify and everywhere else that plays music. Yeah. Appreciate that, <laughs> man. Appreciate that. And of course, we had to say, I'm Dean. I'm Ryan. This is Clouded Thoughts. Thank you guys for listening. Until next time.